The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Unlike the Mavs bench efforts, we're at least giving a moderate effort. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today is my fellow Mavs fan for life. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks, Ruben Tomas. <sighs> did you enjoy those games half as much as I did? I mean, the one win I did uh, today, not so much. <laughs> it's not so much the fact that I have a beer in my hand at the moment on camera. Oh. All right. Fantastic. You are following uh, your audience's pressure to consume alcohol in the podcast, and I'm all for it. All right. And joining us, as always, in our to complete our tangential trifecta, our Sultan of Snide comments, our favorite auxiliary... Oh. Our favorite floating... <laughs> Amateur. Oh, God damn it. I am just, let's try that again. Hi, I'm Dick Nowitzki. <laughs> uh, Dick Nowitzki at Squish41. Uh, I am very tired. It's been a weekend for me, uh, and it's been a very tiring time to be a Mavs fan. Who boy. It was uh, a... It was an effort today. Uh, uh, I mean, can you really call mm, that? Dude? That's a strong <laughs> word. That's a really strong. It's like that's praise for this game, dude. Uh, I, maybe it was like it, it took effort to endure that game as a spectator. I would say uh, a lot of sloppy play, a lot of key guys out. So we can make a bunch of excuses, but ultimately, you should beat the Bulls if you're the Mavericks, even with some of those key starters out. Um, I was not really impressed with a lot of play aside from Luca. Uh, clearly KP still, you know, getting into game shape. Mm -hmm. He had some good plays here and there. Um, their synergy seems to be, you know, making more sense on the court. Uh, it's nice to see their pick and roll action making a little bit of sense, but, uh, aside from just Luca's amazing first half, that's about the only positive that came out of this game. Um, just, I don't know. I've been, I haven't seen more ugly shots in a game against a poor team <laughs> in a while. Like mercy, that was rough. So ugly passes. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's look at the stats real quick. Let's do that, guys. Because <laughs> you guys know me, I love stats. Sure. I'm not really fuck stats. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, like yeah. When I met you, I was like, man, this guy really loves stats. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If, if there is a sentient spreadsheet, it is indeed Ruben. <laughs> So let's see, uh, eight for 31 from three. That's 25%. <laughs> Is that bad? Um, 11 from 19 from uh, the free throw line, 57%, almost 58%. That's uh, terrible. That's, that's not good. Yeah. That's, yeah. It, dude, they got, I don't know what, I think, and I'll say people on Twitter are like, oh, like, you know, the refs are saying, fuck you, Luca, basically. And they might be, bro. <laughs> like, at I this point, know. at this point, I can, I can see, a, I can see a, uh, a reason why the refs are like, no, fuck you. Like we're going to just, you know, uh, not blow our whistle whenever you have the ball. So he does get fouled a lot. He does. He really lot, fucking And does. they don't call it. Do it you is remember frustrating. Last, do you remember last year when he would have like, would have like claw marks all <laughs> over his fucking shoulders and it'd be like, Oh, like someone did. First of all, someone didn't cut their nails. Second of all, 
you know, he's getting fucking fouled. You're not fucking calling it. And there's fucking physical evidence on, <laughs> on his person that he's getting fucked up. <laughs> I mean, dude, this game was just. I mean, like, yeah, KP, thank KP started finding his shot towards the end of the game mm-hmm. when I was already kind of out because he started off fucking terrible and then like ended out ended out with nine for nineteen, which isn't the worst. Right. You know, but he also went fucking zero from seven from three. Like the oh. amount of clanks he had off that fucking like off the fucking, you know, rim wasn't was astounding. Like you kinda of well, have to try to get that. It's it's not it's not that astounding if you think about how he started when he came back after the first knee injury. I yeah, mean, yeah, we're just gonna true. this stuff we have to watch no yeah. matter how painful and see him figure it out. But I mean, when he hits that rhythm, he hits it hard because he was outstanding in the bubble before he got hurt again. And yeah. uh, it's just going to be a time, this time. all over again. I mean, and the same just, way Luca didn't have his legs at the yeah. start of the year. I'm sure KP is a little bit different. Yeah. And it sucks because like, since this, since this, uh, this year is so compact, like we're playing, like we're playing a shit ton of games in like in a week, like a week and a half now. And it's like, Astro you know, season. he isn't. Yeah, and he has to like he has to fucking ramp it up sooner and sooner. And it's like, well, he's one of those guys where I think you shouldn't be doing that. But at the same point, it's also like, we the fans want fucking wins, <laughs> you know. So, and I think that might be a tall ass this season. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be. Uh... I know the expectations were really high for us, you know, coming into the season. I think we were just excited, uh, considering how much momentum we had. Of just, I think also just. Uh, you know, we finally uh, got that that drink of water uh, after you know braving the Sahara Desert of playoff droughts, um, and we finally you know got some playoff wins and a, a taste of that success. And ultimately, I think we we may have overrated you know how I wouldn't say overrated this team, but I think maybe a more apt description would be. Uh, maybe our expectations were set a little too high considering all the different pieces that have moved and the lack of practice and training time. And just like, this is just a weird season that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it's, we're going to push through it at, you know, as a war of attrition with just guys, just jumping. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's all good. Um, just guys you know not being able to play for two weeks at a time and then just like having to figure that out in the regular season that's yeah it's it's a challenge and and i mean every team's now starting to face it at this point and it's going to seem where you know the teams that just have the least amount of people not get covid are probably the teams that are going to be a little bit more successful and that's just the reality that we're facing right now um yeah and yeah and like I mean, it's funny because like I hear like you know, because Lucas said that. Remember before the season even started, he was like, "Remember, I think like Stein asked him like who like or McMahon or whoever like asked him like, you know, who is gonna be like who is gonna like um, gonna like be successful in the playoffs? Who's gonna you know blah 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 et cetera, et cetera. And he, Luca was like, "Whoever doesn't have the most COVID cases, basically." And I mean, we have five, four, you know. So and it's well, and it's who has it too it's yeah. just the, yeah. some of the worst case like it's it's second worst case scenario shit where yeah. several starters are out but we still have luke and kp but they're out there playing with dudes that would barely see the time of day a lot of the time like if the other Terry, dudes were yeah. here 
Nathan and Terry uh, Terry was actually a bright spot. That's he cool. really was, bro. I was impressed. I was pretty impressed with him. This there were a couple. There were a couple of plays though where he just like followed the ball after he passed. I don't know. There was a couple of times where it's just like, all right, yeah. rookie, you don't know where you're supposed to be. Uh, I was. Uh, I was actually really impressed by Josh Green. I thought he had some really good, uh, good moments this game. Uh, specifically, there was a there was a steal where uh, he went to the corner three, Luca fixed, and he just drove to the basket. It was this, he could have settled for a corner three that would have been the easier shot, but he drove to the basket with a pretty. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that was like, his best play of the game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like. Okay, I can see why they they invested the draft capital in him. That's that's a yeah. that was a great play. Oh, this game, I don't even yeah. want to talk about this game. Every, yeah. You know, everybody's gonna be pissed off. Yeah, uh, every, everyone's so. pissed, and rightfully so. But and I think, the Browns are losing, so you know, just, and Patrick but, Mahomes is out. So oh, good to know. Yeah. Anyways, so so, everybody, a, yeah. so a football happened. Yep. It's okay. We <laughs> the old grandpas throw the ball at each other with Breeze and Brady. Just I'm I'm absolutely watching that game. Oh, it's it's hilarious. Hopefully, we'll see if it's the last one of Breeze and Brady. I mean, yeah, one of the two. <laughs> right now, they they just duct taped uh, Drew Breeze's ribs together and just put them back out there. So we'll That's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That game was terrible. Uh, the Milwaukee game was a lot more eventful. Oh yeah, like. And so of course, like, and of course, that game we had gotta, to gotta win. We had, do we had right there. It, I have the same. This, so I wasn't frustrated about the Milwaukee game until this game happened. And the reason <laughs> yeah. I'm frustrated yeah. is because, okay. yeah, we lose to Milwaukee just barely on a night where we're missing free throws. But Giannis shot one for ten from the line. You have to win that game. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. And and then today, Zach Levine didn't do anything, anything, and we lost. We got blown out. It was pathetic. It was terrible. Like that, that compounded everything else for me. It's just like, man, I know we're missing guys, but like, because there were Mark, so Lord many. Mark and it was like, just here. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was by... anticipating things happening differently, like in the moment, but there were so many just bad passes and focus things that just didn't have to be happening. And so many things where yeah. we would offset our momentum immediately. Like, James Johnson would make like a great play on offense and then immediately commit like a yeah, really stupid, stupid foul, foul yeah. or, or, Oh God, it was miserable. It's like yeah. Lori Markin went off fucking uh, that guy I like him as a player, but man, if he the next Dirk, he hit like eight bullshit layups. Yeah. It was so infuriating. Lori Markin and Garrett Temple that young, which I was like, oh, I forgot that young's on his team. There's like, some- there's like, weird guys that have been torching us recently, like Thad Young and Bobby Portis. Like it's uh, the weird yeah. fours that just come out of the woodwork and do damage. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. <sighs> all right, so, so Giannis game or Bucks game. Uh, yeah. That was fun. That was a good but- game. I, you know, it's. We lost, but it happens. Yeah, cut the second half. It was good. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, again, I I really want our players back. 
God, I miss Josh Richardson. <laughs> yeah, I miss, dude. well, and also just like t- I, today, I guess, you know, sorry, I'm bouncing back and forth between Bulls and Bucks, but like we, we saw what we're missing from the, the bench when THJ's not there. You know, that's, yeah, dude. Like he is some necessary firepower. And I just, you know, the rookies aren't ready yet. And, and, and they, they shouldn't be. They are, more than ill-prepared than any rookie class ever has been. And that goes for all rookies. Yeah. So there's and, some that have, yeah. yeah. And like, I just, so like my whole thing is like, everybody's like, oh, like we should have drafted Sadiq Bay. We should have drafted Desmond Bain, blah, blah, blah. The issue with that though, is that those guys are playing on teams where like they're, they're, I mean, we're young too, but like they're playing on teams where the experience, like, is there for them to grab, you know, like Josh Green is here. Great. Um, but he's not, he doesn't have the same opportunities as like a dozen Baines can have with the Grizzlies mm-hmm. or Zeke Bays can have with the fucking uh, Pistons. Cause the Pistons suck ass. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, like Josh Green's not going to get, not going to get those reps. Like he's going to start a couple games when guys are out, but he's not going to get the reps that he needs in order to become great. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just going to take time. You know, and I hate when people are like, oh, we should have done this, should have done this. It's like, guys, you don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> you don't know what like, effort they're putting in in practice. Well, but it's like, but it's like, but it's like you're basing this off of like data that's already there, but not for our team. You know, mm-hmm. like, you don't know the type of data that our, you know, our, our team puts in. You know, like, you don't mm-hmm. know, like, what are the things that Rick Carlo plus the coaching staff are really taking into consideration? Who makes the final decisions on those, on those situations? It's probably Rick. You know, like I, I, I don't have to tell you guys. Like I know you guys are frustrated. Like, oh, Josh Green's doing this. Josh Green's not doing this. And I'm like, I mean, bro, it's been twelve, what, twelve, thirteen games into the season. Like, right. It's gonna be, you know, it's good. All of this, all this for him is gonna be trial by fire. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's great. He can, he can, he can start with Luca, get minutes next to Luca, but Luca can only do so much. You know, and mm-hmm. again, like as 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 Dick said, like. You know, or as both y'all guys said, really, it's like, you know, these guys have never had an offseason like this. You know, these guys have, this is the weirdest like draft class ever, just in terms of like, you know, who's getting minutes, who's not. And, you know, like how we drafted these players, like there were no like face to face interviews or, you know, workouts, I think, you know, like it's just, it's one of those things. So mm-hmm. uh, that's my little spiel about, about Josh Green, because everybody's kind of shitting on him. And I'm like, dude, he's like a 20 something year old. He's like still kid. a rookie. Like, you know, who the fuck cares? Like, you know, shut the fuck up, please, for a little bit. Twitter has no shortage of people willing to just crap on people that are doing more than them. <laughs> like, you know, it is just. Uh, yeah. frustrating. So frustrating games all around. Uh, we beat the Hornets. We got the we got our revenge there. Uh, nothing makes me more infuriated than seeing Lamelo Ball being good. <laughs> it's just like God damn it, him and his well, stupid mouth. Like it, it's just like his his lips yeah, don't as... touch. Like <laughs> he looks like fucking Beavis out there, and he's and he's throwing dimes and like. And he's he's doing a great job, but ultimately he should, he should be starting for that team. He should be, yeah. Let, let, let him start, dude. Just I'm just mad that what I said was going to happen happened, and he followed like shooting a million percent on us by going like one for eleven. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> asshole! Yeah, <dude. laughs> Something about a Mavs jersey, just like 
I don't know what it is, dude. It's I, like- I think it's less, uh, I think we're more kind of caught in the crossfire. I think his, <laughs> I think LaMelo Ball's uh, shooting is more like a slot machine than it is something that you could actually anticipate. Like one day it's going to be seven and nine and light you up. Other days it's one and 11. So, I mean, that game, that game was weird though. Cause I'm looking at the, looking at the, like the stat sheet. It's like, I mean, Wesley Windu shot seven times, which I don't think he ever should. He always started. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, like, he shot seven times. I went one for seven. Okay. You know, Tim has been – dude, Tim has been great. Uh, just I yeah. hope he comes back soon, man, because – so I mean, his his absence was extra apparent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Today, yeah, for sure, yeah. But I'm looking at the stash, and it's like Chris Ops – well, this is Chris Ops' first game back, right? It was. Yeah, it the was. Hornets, yep. Yeah. So he went six for 16. Okay. Like, that's that's decent. You know, mm-hmm. like we won. Um, who else? Like Willie only shot twice, went 100 from the field, 100% mm-hmm. from the field, grabbed like 14 rebounds, which I'm like, okay, cool. And the thing about Willie, though, man, Willie like confuses the shit out of me, you know, because like today was a confusing Willie day. Yeah, today, yeah, today was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, it's like, I want, I want Willie to do so well because, again, like you guys know me, like, yeah, I'll look at the stats a little bit, but I'm more about the human connection with these guys. And Willie, it just seems like a cool fucking dude. Like, likes anime, likes art, like likes like kind of like the indie hipster type shit. But, <laughs> but you know, but but d- the man cannot fucking dunk, dude. For I've never reason. seen somebody rattle dunks out. Or I in. was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so like, bro, you're seven foot. Like, you should be able to fucking just go up and slam that fucking ball into the fucking hoop. Like, you know, like. I don't know, man. Like this team is. I think once, like I think with our with these five, what five or six guys that like, you see the fucking like, the errors that you see. You know, like like right. I know like James Johnson should not be playing more than twenty minutes at most. You know, he doesn't have a choice right now. I know right now, like which I said in my my post game stuff, I was like, oh, like it's fine, like. Yeah, but you know, he's, like, he's creating. I will say James Johnson is trying, finding yeah. a way of making chicken salad out of chicken shit, and holy hell, like he's finding like he's at least finding guys open now, whether or not they do something with it. I mean, like there was a nice pretty pass he gave to Tyrell Terry and he just clanked it off the rim. I mean, uh, so. James Johnson's games uh, game individually today was a pretty good summary of the whole, like he was just offsetting himself constantly. And that reflected the entire team today, other than Luca. (laughs) Goodness. I just don't know, you know, with, us investing so much uh, time and resources into, you know, these, these wings and these new players, I just don't feel like our defense has gotten really any better. And that's what I was excited about at the, at the beginning of the season. I was thinking like, all right, Richardson and Johnson should really beat this up a lot. And I guess like, I guess this is, but since St- the, well, you know, statistically before the COVID shit, it sure. had yeah yeah i guess we i guess our second or third in defensive were... rating but then yeah. everyone has been got out. COVID. Yeah, yeah everybody got covid so yeah i guess yeah claver dfs richardson those are those are three top three best defenders top yeah other than luca yeah those are our top yeah. three defenders so uh this uh, week you i know, think we, uh, we, we end up going fucking one and one and two this week which is uh, yeah. I had two more thoughts. I think sure. this random. If Cleaver plays against Milwaukee, we win that game by 10. Just yeah. based on him oh, yeah, alone. Because yeah. he, he – I, I don't – I can think of a few players in the league that defend Giannis as well as he does in terms of just pissing him off and throwing yeah. him off a little bit. And then 
what's encouraging that we should look at with Porzingis is un- unlike his first injury, yes, the rhythm is not there. Yes, the shooting touch isn't there. Yes, his legs aren't completely under him. And that's just from a jump shooting standpoint, though. Mm-hmm. He's moving around really well. It's not this awkward sort of movement. Like when he first started playing after the last injury, it took him a while to get things going. Like he would try to drive and get stripped all the time. Like he's moving really well. He just doesn't have his, you know, his shooting rhythm legs yet. So that's encouraging, which means he should bounce back. I would put it within the next two or three games. His hair is looking perfect too. And his hair is impeccable (laughs) as usual. So good. Oh, God damn it. Just Chris, whoever his barber is. I had that thought during the Bucks game. I was like, will we ever see a long hair KP? Or is it just, I don't think so, bro. Or is it just like, is it just like a, a Lego accessory that's permanently on his head? <laughs> no, K- bro. KP he's, getting he's, extensions. I've never seen he's, his hair look different than it does. He's sticking with the uh, with the um, Ivan Drago look. I think yeah. forever. I think like he's not gonna. His, La- his Latvian chic. He knows what he he knows what he likes. You know, and that's what he likes. So, <laughs> I just I'm clean cut and I wear suits a lot. It's my thing. Suits, suits where the undershirt is like buttoned down. We won't yeah, see long like hair, headband, room. KP. No, I don't think ever, bro. I don't think so. <laughs> with, with a beard, we'll, we'll see yeah. Luca there first before you see him, dude. Long hair Luca might be a different animal. Man, I don't know if the world's ready for long hair Luca. I'm, totally I'm, I'm, that, I'm fucking ready. I'm ready for that. That's gonna, that's gotta, that's gotta be an off season, you know. A transformation yeah like, when, when he just shows up to preseason they're like oh my god he looks like brad pitt <laughs> from world war uh, z anyways uh jump into questions <laughs> i guess so man i mean this game I, I, I like it's hard for us to record a podcast after a loss because like oh fuck like, oh oh the energy's been sucked it, out it's hard to use words logo. when you're in physical pain yeah <laughs> watching a yeah. basketball game <laughs> It's oh, it's the same reason that you don't like operate a vehicle once you've taken a Benadryl. It's like you could do it, but should you? Yeah. Or like yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, let's do questions. Let's go. It took okay. me a long time to realize that when guys said that they're taking benzos, that they're not taking Benadryl. Did you not? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, <laughs> not aware. I was like, oh, is they're, that? They're... Is it really mean that they're stealing Mercedes Benz cars? No, I <laughs> wish that's what it meant. No, it's not. What it, it's not all what it means. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, no, no, it's it's. I, it's, I, it's I love my white friends. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sample love, that and I'm going to just have that be my ringtone. Anytime, I love my white friends. Yeah, anytime you text me, it's just going to be, I love my white friends. Oh, texting. Cool. Got it. I used to have that dumb uh, email sound effect from Eurotrip. For my oh text my lesson. God, dude. What was it? it, it and, and here's the kicker. It went off in class one time and no one even batted an eye. And I was expecting somebody to laugh, but no one was no, no one. No one watched Euro Trip, bro. In college, I was in a college class and my phone buzzed, but I didn't realize it was on loud. And you just hear beep, beep, mail, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I should bring uh, it back. Yeah, okay. So, again, we went we went one for two this week. Um, we missed the game because we didn't have enough players available. So and as of right now, I think uh, I think the Sixers game was postponed today too. So I don't know, man. I don't know how long. I think they're they're just gonna keep trucking, just like the Texas uh, education system. Sure, they're just gonna keep fucking trucking until you know, just like <laughs> so, Texas. Yeah, it's fucking Texas, man. So, uh, okay. 
So anyway, we love trucks. Hey guys, just a reminder, football is in full effect and BetOnline is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up opportunities. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Support for the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Likely pun intended, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Let's go ahead and go to questions. Let's see. All right. The first one comes from our friend Lane. He says, scientists and researchers have concluded that Earth is spinning slightly faster in 2020 which is true i, I read this um do y'all think that that was due to the earth being excited that luca was turning into the mvp <laughs> yes. um yeah i think there's definitely a luca orbit uh correlation that we need to consider uh perhaps we need to stop consulting our uh the guys at uh you know with all the the, the different uh metrics on on the feel on, on the court uh, i think we need to start consulting astrologists and uh astronomers really to find out when we <laughs> what can do like, yeah what, yeah how to, how to game plan they're just like <laughs> i also just realized i was like astronomers and astrologists i'm like so we need to get zodiac signs involved zodiac guess <laughs> all right well he's a libra i don't know what that means but uh, <laughs> actually libra have a triple September, so uh uh when's luca's birthday january i believe what is what is luca let's see yeah what's luca's sign let's look it up <laughs> i'm looking this up live uh okay he, luka was... he was born let's see oh this beer is hitting um <laughs> yeah i felt that right now uh he was born on february 20th okay let's see february he's for 28th okay 28th. I, I don't know the zodiac well enough to zodiac. understand okay so he is a Pisces. Okay. A, oh, so he and I are going to be really good friends. Oh, look at that. Okay. We're both we're both water signs. Nice. So. Look at that. Sweet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, going back to the question, Whoa, I dude. feel, I feel that, uh, yeah, it's good that being faster is what the Earth is doing to signify that it's excited. Um, it'd be a lot more terrifying if it was like earthquakes and shit. So just keep doing that, Earth. Don't don't do earthquakes, please. Those are actually kind of scary. Yeah, shout out Earth. 
<laughs> what a revelation. Earthquakes All are right. scary. Who knew? All right, here we go. Next question comes from Luca Dumfick, which kind of love your fucking. Your it's fucking too good. Um, which well, I sent you guys a text message about this question because. Okay. And I'll see if you guys actually did your research. Um, no, probably not. <laughs> what is your favorite song off of Dwight Howard's Kids Bop esque album? Oh, I did not. The stars, an What's actual some... album that exists and is available on Spotify. Will we get so... in trouble if we play some of it? Yes. So, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we can't we can't play someone else's music on our podcast, but we can't yet. Is that like a ten second rule? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, but d- no, don't do it. Okay, uh, so, okay, so I actually, so I listened to some of it yesterday, actually, because I was bored as fuck. <laughs> and uh, Dwight Howard's album. Yeah, so I looked, so I listened to it. So oh it's boy. on Spotify, bro. It's available. So it's just, it's just covers of like obviously popular songs, and it came out in 2010. So it has "Let's Get It Started" by the Black Eyed Peas. It has "ABC" by the Jackson Five. Uh, you can't touch this by uh, well, who is it? Um, Fuck that one dude. I don't know what the fuck the dude's name is. Wait, you can't um, can't touch this? MC Hammer? Yeah, yeah MC Hammer. Okay, then it has uh, All Star. Okay, so, so Smash Mouth? Yes, bro. <laughs> hey. No. Hey, stop, stop. No, no, no. We, yeah, whoop, there it is. <laughs> well, what's great is how it's spelled. Can't touch this is actually. Is whoop, hoop. There yeah, it there is. it is. Yeah, there it is. Okay. So I listened to this, right? I listened to like, a, couple, I listened to a couple songs I knew for a fact I knew. And I was like, okay, All Star is okay. Like, Dwight Howard actually sings on this fucking album. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, he's actually like singing with kids. That's kind of weird. I don't know, bro. Like, this is by the way, this is 2010 Dwight. So, this is before like all the Lakers and Houston shit. He's happened. in his prime. So, yeah, he was in his prime. <laughs> so, um, I think out of the songs I listened to, it had to be All Star, would be my favorite. So, just because just I love that song, not because of Shrek, but because of Digimon. So, I, did, yeah. I don't know the Digimon. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, the, the movie. The movie had it. Oh, okay. Well, Before, before Shrek came out. Yeah, like two years. Yep. I see. Yeah. You heard it, you, Digimon did it first. <laughs> okay. Do y'all have any uh, anything to add? I, I do not. I think... Uh, I, however, the thought of like prime, like Monstar Dwight howard singing <laughs> with a bunch of children is a very funny image to me like he's just a goddamn monster just <laughs> singing abc jackson five with squish did you listen i just did <laughs> it's so good dude oh my god okay speaking of Can't turn speaking it of, off speaking of the other thing that's been going on in the internet right now is that uh sea shanties are very popular again they've okay. come back after about 200 years um so someone on twitter added me and was like hey we should do a sea shanty song okay for the mavs and so i i i am unaware of what this what's what this means so it's just like all right cool so is scurvy involved are no, we okay. are we so, having to be on a boat is it so, is it, is so it just you got the, the tune to the gilligan's isle so you gotta listen to those songs man like so there's like a so Kirk, Kirk's serious face. It's on a big movie, movement on TikTok. Yeah, it's a huge oh, movement on TikTok. Right? Okay, okay, this is but, why uh, I'm unaware. So they, they, so Kirk sent me a, a screenshot of um, it's called it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a playlist on Spotify called Sea Shanties to Fight God to. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I listened to like four or five of them, and I was like, this actually fucking rules. Sure. Like, I was like, hell yeah. So, you know, this kind of this conversation came up, and I was like, and I didn't even think about messaging you, Don, but like, I just blasted out to Twitter. I was like, if anyone wants to get on this, like, to make a sea shanty song about the Mavs, you know, like, I'll obviously throw some like Matt, like Luca incorporated like lyrics into that shit. Like, let's fucking do it. <laughs> like, why not? Uh, so, uh... I'll have one for you guys next week. We'll make All it right. work. Oh, shit. Okay. And we'll do it. Um, call it call right. a shot. All right. So next question comes from uh, Silfe. Um, he asked, uh, how many layups have we missed last night? This is from the Bucks game. Um, looks like some guys were a bit afraid of Lopez and Giannis. Uh, we missed a shit ton, dude. <laughs> from what I remember. It was a lot. Uh, I think that's a good answer. You yeah. know, and uh, you know the, the one guy who wasn't afraid though was uh, Tyrell Terry. He like he went at it with with Giannis for a second, so that was kind of cool. But because uh, that would have shit my pants if I had to go against Giannis. <laughs> I but, think uh, I think we I think Tyrell Terry needs to just shave the head. I think he needs to just uh, not have the labradoodle that he's got going on right now. Get uh, rid of like the the Trey Young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like just go ahead, cut it off, bud. Think that's think that's the move. I think anything to make him look less twelve. <laughs> that's kind of why I looked at him. I'm just like, is this like a? <laughs> it like even his facial hair looks like he purchased it at Party City. All right, let's see. Wow, that's terrible. <laughs> that's fucking. That's a fucking roast. Okay, let's see. Next question. Next question comes from Bebek. Um, Bebek asks, and you guys want to know anything about this, but I'm sure he's asking because I mentioned EPL last last yesterday. But uh, favorite Premier League players teams to watch, aside from Brighton, because I'm a Brighton supporter. So, uh, do you guys even watch like any Premier League or anything like that, or is that like one of those uh, streaming sites like Stars? No, motherfucker. Where... Is that like a competition <laughs> for Adobe software? It's soccer, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> Fucking Americans, God. You... Guys, American, like, what? I'm trying I, to, you know, I'm trying to represent the international crowd right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I, I was into soccer for a minute, but uh, once I realized just like just how just the player movement to where I couldn't really even like, yeah, dude, it's yeah. it's it's so crazy. It's like there's only one way to be a so- a true soccer fan, and you just got to be neck in deep in it. Like, so I, I, I was partial to Everton at one point and I was, uh, my favorite player at that time. And this probably dates me a lot. I think his name is Yakubu was like, okay, yeah. I just loved watching him play. Uh, and yeah, him, uh, Aston Villa was a lot of fun. So that was another, but, but those are just two teams that I, I had watched a little bit, but when I was into soccer, it was hard to watch soccer. Now it's a lot easier to it's watch easier, it. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't paid attention to it. Now I, I couldn't tell you a singer, sing, singer, a, a singer. single, I couldn't tell you a singer player on that, on that there pitch. Yeah. What about you squish? You got anybody? I watched the world cup. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of people do though. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. See. okay no. Whatever. <laughs> okay so i like the world cup that's why the world cup is fun bro i wish but you, you just crap on me immediately a lot i wish the that. FIBA world cup was a lot more was a lot more uh like elevated, casual but, soccer uh, fan anyway. <laughs> anyway, i'm so me, cultured whatever anyway for me i just started watching because my fiance whatever uh but uh so for me like i'm a brian supporter we're not that good obviously you know mm-hmm. 
we're not one of the big historical big six teams in the in the league in the league, but sure. it's whatever, bro. We're probably we'll probably stay up again, assholes. But uh, so for me though, um, and fucking our our the editor in chief of MFL is gonna love this, but uh, my two of the three favorite players I like to watch. Uh, they play for fucking Liverpool. Um, Mohamed Salah is a fucking god. Um, him and a uh, Sadio Mane are just two guys where I'm just like. These fuckers are so good. They would never come to Brighton, but if they did, I would fucking, like, worship them because, holy fuck. Um, the other guy I like a lot is from a Tottenham, and uh, it's a uh, son, the Korean guy, son. Uh, he is – he's fucking great, too. And uh, I started – I realized who the hell he was from the last World Cup when he played for South Korea, and I was like, this guy is really fucking good. And then he went to Tottenham, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know. Oh, he plays for a team that I play. Our team plays against. It's great, you know. But uh, yeah, those are the three. Those are the three players I like a lot. So that aren't from Brighton. Now, if you're including Brighton, I love Neil Mape. Neil Mape is like my dude. So, um, next question. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Janko. Janko asks, um, because you mentioned WNBA, a couple of days ago, the Brazilian women's uh, football team played. Um, some Brazilian under 16 team and lost six to zero. How many points realistically do you think a team of best of the best of BMA players could score versus the Mavs? This is actually pretty interesting. Um, so I do watch quite a bit WNBA. Um, I think that what separates the WNBA from like male at male NBA players is that there's a lot more like technical skill involved almost like there's a lot more um there's a lot more fundamentals involved like i think a lot of i think there's some guys in the nba that they can get along with just their physical attributes you know which isn't a a slight to them it's more just like hey like you guys have this god gift talent like you're gonna use it you know um whereas in WNBA, like obviously that 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 physicality is not quite there um you know it's just what it is uh i Honestly, dude, like if you put up, let's say, let's say we have like our bench players and mm-hmm. a WNBA squad, like the best players. We're kind of like Liz Cambage. We're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. players kind of that caliber. Um, I think they actually, I think they'd also give up a fight, dude. I think that. I, I think so too. I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying I think that the Mavs would win. You know, I just think, sure. I think they would win just as, again, just based off like pure physical strength, they could win. They could win off of that. But I think. I think at first, like I think the WNBA players would probably give them trouble. Um, as for points scored, let's say that the Mavs score like ninety-five points, you know, in a standard maybe ten, uh, ten, uh, ten-minute quarters, like sure. kind of like WNBA does. I think I, I honestly think that the WNBA players could probably put up like seventy-five, eighty, yeah. on that team, you know. So. Yeah, I, I've noticed the little NBA, uh, WNBA that I've watched. Uh, I've noticed that the the skill level across all positions is pretty uh, universal uh, in the sense that they're they're all pretty they can all dribble. There's not like uh, your your female version of Boban who's just really big, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Boban's a poor example because I feel he's actually pretty skilled. But uh, ultimately, you don't have like a person that's just there for blocks and rebounds you everyone there has a pretty good post game everyone there like just yeah. i will say something that is 
after watching like bad summer league and then going into watching a WNBA and seeing like just successful entry passes into the post, it's like, ah, this is like therapy. <laughs> or just like, or just like their post game play, dude. Like they really utilize like backing up their opponents. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like this hasn't been the NBA's game in like 10, 15 years. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's, I, a, like it's a, I love, that's the thing I love about basketball is there's a lot of different ways of being successful at yeah. it. And that's the issue that I I'm having with a lot of modern NBA is everyone thinks that you just need to, shoot the hell out of three ball and it's like i like that that is an option i see the advantage of it especially a mathematic you know advantage to it but ultimately i like when there are different styles of teams and that's why i was really excited about the miami team in the bubble last year it was like they're, yeah. they weren't just i mean sure they had some guys that could light it up from downtown but ultimately like there's some grinders in that fucking team yeah. you know butler yeah. was just getting to the rack and same thing with with bam Adebayo. uh I don't know. I like, I like seeing a diversity of, or different ways. I, I'll put it this way. I like watching WNBA a lot more than I like watching college men's basketball because Jesus, that is a That's fair. boring That's fair. sport. That's fair. You guys need to add squish? No, y'all got it. Cool. <laughs> Next question comes from Dalton Richardson. I love this guy on Twitter. He's my, one of my favorites. Um, your guys' thoughts on green and the rest of the rookies so far this season and your guys' thoughts on the photos from the Mortal Kombat movie. Also, why the hell do I have to do I have a 20 gigabyte update for NBA 2K21? Um, so green the rook so green the rookies, uh, the two guys that have been getting the most play have been I know Tyrell Terry and Josh Green. Yeah. Um, they're still really fucking raw, I think. Mm. Um <laughs> I mean, Green's showing the most promise. I mean, I was really excited yeah. about Terry. And yeah. I, I think Terry, I think, is just, I think he's a year away before they can really start trusting start him on stuff. Throw him in there to the- he looks better than he did. Oh, yeah. He seems more comfortable yeah. out there lately. Yeah. But yeah, he's got a little. I think, yeah, those, those, I think those two guys in particular, like, I'm really excited to see. Like, I think those guys are going to be two guys that are going to be with the team for a long time. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Whether, whether it be in a bench role or starting role, I think they'll more likely be bench, bench pieces. But um, yeah. I mean, I like I like them. I like them pretty much. Uh, today's game was again just a shit show. So, and it's really hard to kind of. It's really hard to evaluate guys when it's been only been like twelve games. They maybe have played maybe a total. Like I know uh, Tyler Terry's maybe play like two minutes a game, averaging mm-hmm. two minutes a game this season. You know, uh, Josh Green is maybe like ten minutes a season. So it's kind of it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to kind kind of. Um, judge off of that but uh i like what they're doing uh when it comes to, like nate hinton i i'm not quite sure i think as of right now he's just another body mm-hmm. on the bench you know like just to kind of throw out there like when there's a blowout or like when like you realize oh shit like i don't know we have a guard that's in foul trouble so um mm-hmm. which sucks because i think because nate hinton's story is really cool i like nate hinton, nate hinton a lot i know tim cato did a uh from the athletic did a nice piece on him uh, before the season started but I don't know, man. Like, I want these guys to succeed. I want all the guys to succeed, obviously. But, I mean, we'll see. Like, I don't know. We'll see. But Yeah. Uh, I, I was happy to see Tyler Bay out there today. Um, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't do a whole lot, and he seemed a little confused. But, you know, got to the rack, you know, got his first points today. Or first point, I suppose I should say. Yeah, first point, yeah. So, What about you? Got anything to squish? Um, just haven't had a big sample size. But you can tell um, – that Carlisle wants Josh Green to do well. Mm, like yeah. he fucked up royally 
on the opening possession of the second half today and got yanked immediately, but Rick had him back out there. It's not like he, he put him in the doghouse to teach him a lesson, but it's quick lessons with him. And then he puts him right back out there. So clearly he sees something in him and yeah. then everyone else, we just need to see more, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm encouraged. They're just, they're not going to get a lot of run this year unless they have yeah. to. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be forced to do that. Yeah. Uh, other questions. Uh, Mortal Kombat movie. I saw those. I saw those uh, photos. I'm very excited. Uh, I love the '90s Mortal Kombat movie so much. Oh, I love both of them. Yeah, I love. The second yeah. one's just really stupid, but yeah, in but a fun way. But the first one's good, actually a good. It's movie. a good. It's a. They're good movies. It's a good, to put on it's with, a good yeah. '90s action movie. Yeah, dude. I, and I love the song, the techno, fucking Mortal Kombat song. The, the, <laughs> the photos aside, reading up about what they're doing, yeah, like the direction, like the storytelling, yeah. it looks like it's actually going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm very iffy on like on video game movies. So like I'm like, if it has like a sixty percent Rotten Tomatoes, it's like a ninety Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like when it comes to um, when it comes to video movies. game movies, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Like that's, that's gonna be fair. one of the greatest ones. So you know, um, yeah, I I like what's going on with that. Uh, well, apparently uh, they're gonna do like like super insane fatalities whatever I'm just yeah, like, which well, I'm like, yes. well i guess like that is the vehicle to do that so why not is, is it radar it should it, be. Yeah, it's supposed it's, to be they said oh, the, in the article you should read the article about it if you didn't but they're talking about the story and then yeah there's some really cool fatalities and including some really famous ones but how they had to kind of rein it in a little bit because it's very easy to flirt with an nc-17 rating i bet dude because you're pulling up spines you know? i don't i don't so know they're man. gonna it, like that that was the only like the <laughs> the original movies were violent but it was like cheesy this they sounds like they're leaning into the the dark and gritty the dark type. and gritty kind of side of mortal Kombat. m m ffl's uh field trip to go watch this movie. <laughs> just all of us. Just... I'd, be, I'd be down. Why not? I'll pay for the popcorn. That's what yes. <laughs> all right. We're going to Alamo. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> fuck yes, please. Okay, let's see. Next question comes from Grace, our good friend Grace. She makes an appearance. Uh, hi, how are you doing? Oh, fantastic. I'm, I'm doing okay. Like, Again, like Mavs losses don't really affect me too bad because I didn't put any money on it. So, you know, like, that's I that. Just... Is, that is the the be- benefit of not putting your hard earned cash. On I'm, just, I'm just saying, like I'm saying, like I had, I had a tweet thread yesterday, a tweet thread the other day where it was like, like my dad, my dad's been playing baseball since he was like 15, right, and plays mm-hmm. like plays you know uh, Sunday league baseball and like stuff like that, and, like watches like the Dodgers and the Rangers religiously because those are two teams. And last year, last season, last last MLB season, when they were when the Dodgers were in the when the World Series, and they lost a few games, I would text my dad like, "Hey, how do you feel?" I was like, "I'm okay. Like, it doesn't really affect me. Like, I'm you know, like if they win, great. But if they don't, whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. So you know, that's that's kind of like. And so I was trying to figure out, oh, that's probably why people get mad at me because I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, you know, like it's like yeah, it sucks they lost, but. You know, I, I'm still here. I'm alive, so I'm gonna fuck. So I think, I think ultimately, you know, having that heartbreak with a loss is what makes the win so much better. Yeah, exactly. like, I think that's that's the fun part about being a fan. Is like, you know, that's why 2011 is so special to us yeah. because we, at one point, the Mavericks set the record for the worst season ever. Like, and yeah. if you endured that. <laughs> 
And if you endured the Sean Bradley Mavericks and still enjoyed watching the games and still like went through that shit, the through the space horse transformation that was the American Airlines Center. Yeah. And then you, you know, like you fought for this team through the Golden State. Uh, or we believe Warriors and the 20, 2006 Heat and just all of these trials, like that 2011 championship felt so much more yeah. redeeming. And it's like, so, that's, the, that's, the, that's the beauty of sports. So, yeah. sorry, I don't think we've even gotten to Grace's question. We just yeah, sorry, Grace. <laughs> Grace, Grace I, I, I feel okay. I'm a, little, I'm a little tipsy, but I'm okay. I drank <laughs> because the fucking people wanted me to. So, uh, Squish, how do you feel? The people. I feel tired today. Losses do affect me sometimes. This was one that did piss me off, yeah. but it, it was it, the, yeah. it was, it was the the two games together. Yeah, together. Where it's like yeah, and like, I, like, think that's, and I think like that's valid. the yeah. Bucks bat. The Bucks loss doesn't sting at all if we win today, yeah. just because you could be yeah. encouraged by that game because they're a really good team. Today, you know, you come yeah. out and stink it up. The, the, it's the equivalent of like if you've ever worked retail, how inexplicably there's just feces on the bathroom walls and you don't know how it got there. And that's I, I sort of what today's games feel like. Like how did <laughs> how did this happen? I never okay. Why? I'm but, just uh, devastated. Um, so, who took but, a duke in the urinal? Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I, I, I never worked retail where I had a bathroom in the building, so I don't know. But, yeah, <laughs> people, I don't know what they do. Kick flips while they're pooing, and it just gets. <laughs> Gets out of uh, we should have that edited. We should have that. We should have that animated somehow. Uh, don't know. I don't know if we have any artists out there. Do uh, you okay. Throw a baseball into the toilet and then flush it. Uh, let's see. Next question. This is a good one. Squish will like this one. Um, how iconic would it be if we had the Squish Forty One versus Reddit Mavericks on the versus Reddit Mavericks on the day that King Kong and Godzilla release, which. Pretty. Pretty damn iconic. I'm sure that Rutu- sounds like sounds like uh, content for us. I think that's what we got to do. I'm sure Rutuj uh, asked this question because because he follows my personal account and he saw that I was tweeting about Godzilla because I'm fucking pissed about the movie so far. <laughs> really? Why? <laughs> okay, because okay, okay. So here's my issue with the fucking Godzilla movie. Okay, okay. First, King Kong is that okay? So King Kong is an ape, right? Like a big ape, like a sure. giant fuck gorilla. Okay, so at at the time of his movie, he had to been like already like twenty years or some shit like that, right? So, and on top of that, like okay, like obviously I'm not supposed to know like how big does King Kong's people get, or King Kong's species get because it's fucking King Kong, you don't know because in the movie he's like he's like adolescence or whatever, fuck right, or the, the equivalent of it. Sure. So the the, the tra- R- rookie King Kong. Yeah. So so not a trailer, but like a, a very like two second clip came out from HBO Max because it's going to be released ratio max and i watched it and i was like hold on how the king kong is literally the size of godzilla like <laughs> what the fuck like i wanted him to be like half the size of godzilla and be like super smart and like know how to use tools and like be able to like use the environment like if they were fighting like in a fucking city he could like swing around like on the fucking like buildings and shit like that and like kick his ass that way you know like i didn't want him to be as tall as godzilla so I'm sure it's our Richard asked this. Uh, I will. I will not fight. I will not fight uh, Squish. Yes, he will. Unless he wants to be King Kong, which is the lesser kaiju, and I get to be Godzilla, who is going to win the game anyway or win the fight anyway. It doesn't matter so, what the terms are. We're fighting. As long as I win, as long as I'm Godzilla in the situation, because 
Godzilla's clearly the better monster out of both of them. So that was something that I thought that uh, I mean, like, yeah, the 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 remakes of everything is is kind of disappointing. But I will say that, like, with the with God, this is the second time I reference Pacific Rim on this podcast. But like, (laughs) but but like with Pacific Rim, the thing I like about it was that it you had a sense of like how fucking big these things were because of like like there's like weight to like a punch like. It's yeah. it, it's it's laborious because of just how big these things are, and that's, that's Guillermo del Toro, bro. That's what exactly. It's super great, and then like, <laughs> so yeah. If if that if King Kong is as large as Godzilla, it's either Godzilla has been is smaller, or what jungle does King Kong live in? Where he gets fucking that, big, like where, he, where he's <laughs> that goddamn. He's bigger than the island. So yeah, like, point. So, so ultimately, yeah, I see your point. It reminds me of like the was it the two thousand Godzilla with uh yeah Broderick. That, that was that so funny, theaters, bro. <laughs> well, that one's I love that, that, movie. that that one is so funny because of like it you have no clue how big this thing is because apparently it can just like hang it's out, si- change sizes. Yeah, it, like, oh, in the fucking oh, movie. So it and and in the movie like he's like walking around like manhattan or whatever and he's this like he's the size of a skyscraper he's this huge goddamn lizard and then he like jumps into like manhattan river and there's not even a splash like (laughs) god i hate that he's hanging hanging out i love that movie (laughs) but it's so silly for you guys who don't know i'm a huge huge like japanese monster guy like i love them so much like even the fact like the, the, the 1988 Godzilla that came out, uh, Toho, the people who made Godzilla, they bought the rights to that Godzilla and like retconned him and made him like its own monster. So now he's like a very, very like poor subspecies of Godzilla. <laughs> so, because 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 the Japanese people hated that monster so much. Like sure. when when that movie came out and got when that movie came out in Japan, the suit guy, the guy in the suit for the original Godzilla movies walked out of the theaters because he hated it that bad which sure. is awesome so thank you rutuj uh i would absolutely by the way that, that movie comes out in march end of march and i'm i'm probably they're throwing in theaters i'm probably not gonna go just because i don't know if i'm gonna be vaccinated by then and i'll see my fiance is at risk so i'm not trying to you know get yes, her sick that. so i'm gonna be watching it on a big ass fucking i'm gonna i really may just like rent like a like a uh I got a Rana Center thing. Like, just get rent a fucking hundred inch TV so I can watch that with surround sound <laughs> because, like, because I'm so upset I won't be able to watch this in theaters. I, I like, I like this idea of just like, what if we just rent a room for a day, like, as it, a like, just like, hey, like, I'm just going, like, okay, I'm gonna rent a warehouse and I'm gonna go to Rana Center and just get just. Big- fucking tv for a bro. day because i because i charge you per day or something yeah, yeah. Right? so like ultimately <laughs> you're spending like what 80 bucks but you get to just imagine you live in this place like a or, couch and more or, or my sister was like my sister was like because i text her about it and my sister was like amc you can rent out a tv you can rent, you can rent out a movie theater for 150 bucks right and i was like oh i might fucking do that just because i'm just like or you could do the renaissance center thing and own i don't it for know like a weekend. <laughs> Anyway, We're watching thank, it again. Anyway, thank you, thank you, Rutuj. I I needed that because 
I love, I'm, I'm so excited for this fucking movie. It's going to be... It, this no matter, is the most lively you've ever been yeah. on this podcast. It has nothing ever. to do with the Mavericks. It's, it's going to be my favorite movie of all time. It's like whenever but, Squish talks about wrestling. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next question, speaking of, comes from Squish41. He asks, fight? Question mark. No. Yes. No. All right. Okay. Next it, question. Keep it, keep it Next on. question. Next question He's comes dodging. from... He's dodging the topic. Fuck off. Next question is coming from Nick. <laughs> Nick asks, uh, I love to ask this question. Is it possible for us to see Luca reach at least 50 points in the near future? Yes, absolutely, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Luca's gonna... I think Luca's gonna do it this season. I don't know when, but he'll do it. It's gonna be against someone. It's gonna be like... You saw he flashed that a little potential bit today, in the yeah. first half today. And then he was like, no, I gotta pass more. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't even reached his final form yet. This is like first sell for yeah. Luca. Or first be- sell. Better sell. What was the yeah. what was the one with the actual face? Uh <laughs> well, there's perfect sell. Perfect sell is like the yeah. is like the final one. Well, when do we get yeah. perfect maths, man? <laughs> first of all, fuck we've, you both. We've got <laughs> that we, we we can only improve him so much. <laughs> All right, let's see. The maps man and better maps man. Let's move Perfect on. Let's move man. on. Let's move on. All right, let's see. <laughs> Perfect you know Mavs- what you fear. <laughs> Perfect maps man is something that you can only find on 4chan, and then you do get reported <laughs> to the FBI. The, it's hard also- eye contact with Perfect Mavs man gets you put on a list. Oh, jeez. Okay. Wait, so next question, guys. Because perfect, Ma- perfect mass man's got a history, and you can see it in his eyes. I, I don't. I don't need to have whether the, you like yeah, it or not. Podcast. So let's move on. Okay. Next Every, question. Any, anytime that you see perfect mass man, you have to report to the government, or you will die in seven days. Uh, we're, we're making this fucking lore as we go. <laughs> There's a lot going on. We need a comic artist to make a comic out of this because if this you see Perfect Maz Man, you are contagious for the next following month. You must it just for what? Quarantine for. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next, next question comes or from what? Turn into basketball skin, man. Next question comes from Y King. Nice. Cool cap. Seeing seeing Doncic take over and also Lamelo coming in strong into the league with overseas experience, are we seeing a paradigm shift with how we view overseas basketball? Also, you know I'm crying for joy when I get to see my lives when I get to see my guys live. He's from Sweden, so that's cool. Oh, nice. Uh, so I think that with internet in general, I think like we we could you get to see like these guys a little bit more. Um, you know we saw this past this past uh. This past draft with the Denny mm-hmm. Avija with you know from Israel, um, I think there is a little bit of a paradigm shift. Like I don't know, like it's it's weird though because like you see players from like Europe, you see players from Australia, you see players from Africa and and Asia, and it's just like you see them, and you're like, okay, cool, like these guys could be something, you know, or even like going back to like Manu was fucking drafted, like Manu mm-hmm. came from Argentina, which. It's a great basketball country. Like they love basketball there now because of Manu, and they've had a couple other guys come through the woodwork, you know, for them. Um, I can see a paradigm. I can definitely see a paradigm shift. Like it's cool to kind of see, like, hey, like, um, like obviously Luca, like Luca Doncic, even like Luca Semenich, you know, which you know plays for the he plays for the uh, for the Spurs, you know, just like 
I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I definitely do see a little bit. Of, I definitely do see, like, I'm sure, like, when Luca came in the league, people were like, oh, like, he's not going to be very good. He's going to be a bust, blah, blah, blah. And look, bro, he's, like, definitely, like, at least in the top five, like, for MVP at the moment. Like, he's doing it. So I think it's also just the shift of, of basketball and just we are more sophisticated, like just the audience of basketball is more sophisticated than it's ever been. And ultimately the game is more sophisticated because early 2000s was like, if you just had one guy that could get buckets, like you ultimately thought you had like a good team and like just people's understanding of basketball is different. So like, for example, Tony Kukoc was like, was pretty much one of the best foreign players like that was he was like kind of coach, like yeah. yeah and and his skill set is ultimately what we really want in the in this current nba a guy that can shoot a guy that's versatile a guy that can switch um you know pass the ball pretty well that kind of thing and that's kind of the you know the the change of the nba in general so like i think we are now more attuned to global basketball because those skills translate to the league a lot better rather than just like, and we're also, I think we're also looking for more uh, pipelines of talent because of just how college basketball is clearly not like that direct, like, okay, best guy in college basketball is now going to be this great NBA player. It doesn't always translate that way. Exactly. You got the ask wish? Okay, James Grambo asks, um, how many wings do you think Boban can f- eat in one sitting? That's a lot, bro. Okay. Uh, so I'm trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to put this in comparison for myself. So if, I'm, if I've taken a substance that increases my eating habits, <laughs> uh, I can definitely kill like 15 on my own. I'm also like maybe like two inches shorter than Bobon. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to take into account that. So, <laughs> so 17 wings. Yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> what do you think, Squish? Bobon could eat 74 wings. 74. That's a really specific number. Okay. I'm giving them that many. That. Yeah. Okay. How about, yeah. Horse's stomach, you know, of wings. Maybe. Let's see. Next question comes from uh, Matthew. Matthew asks, um, do you like how how KP is trigger happy from so deep or would you prefer him to do more pick and rolls slash post-ups? I want him getting his legs. I, I am a-okay with him taking shots from outside. It's what makes our offense better. Yeah. yeah. It's what draws defenses out because he can drive too. So if yeah, he, he, can, he gets yeah. a ball up there, like it, it just gives so much more. Yeah. Those are good shots offense. for him. I mean, yeah. they just aren't going in right now, but especially I mean, right now, yeah, he's so. not played competitive basketball in four months. So. Yeah, they're gonna start hitting pretty yeah. soon, I think. But uh, we, we, but we've uh, seen this before, you know, we've read this book yeah. before. He but I think, will go I think on I'll, a tear very soon. We won't have to wait as long. I really yeah. believe that. I think on top of that, though, like I would love to see him to have a a post game play. I know, like that's not really like his game at all, but um, I would love to have just have him to be able to like pick it pick and choose the spots like okay like i have someone who's like six six on me okay i'm literally like a foot taller than this dude let me just like get my shot off real quick you know from the post um he should theoretically be better from that but obviously the way he's built and the way he has no it's muscle his, yeah it's his yeah, frame you know you know it's and his, i i wish he leverage on him easily and i wish he'd put up a little put a little bit more weight but you know i think for his size i think it's probably better for him not to be so heavy 
Um, I don't know, I think for right now, I think letting him shoot a shot is fine. Um, again, like again, these past two games, we've missed five, six players. So, you know, key players like for our offense and our defense. So, you know, I think it, it will all sort itself out eventually sooner than later. All right, see. Next question. Here's a good one because we saw this today. Uh, Mark asks, um, do you think Luca's attitude against the refs may cost Luca important games and possible chances to win a championship? Yes. Um, I think his, his default reaction is his palms up in the air and his, with his arms outstretched. I'm getting tired of it. Like that's one, like the one element of Luca's game I don't like watching is him having that default of just like, what did I do? Like that whole, yeah. you know, like that, that, that look is just like, man, if you antagonize enough refs, like that's not going to play in your favor. Yeah. And it's interesting uh, listening to Mark Cuban talk about, he feels that he's partially responsible for the 2006 finals um like literally We're talking well because he's criticized the refs yeah. so much and like and, and I, I think correctly but basically like his team suffered because of yeah. it and mm -hmm. and he he's taken accountability to that which i think is really interesting so yeah. uh i i i feel like man it's one thing to be like to talk to refs it's another to where every single time he goes to the basket and it doesn't go in because he's been bumped or whatever he does the like oh come on thing and like i don't just play through it man they'll call it eventually like just get back like that yeah. that's that's my old school approach to it yeah and like i love i love luca like i love sure. him so much like he's a fucking you know he's the Wonder Boy, he's a it, fucking prodigy. It's literally the one thing I don't like. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like he's he's adding on the defense, he's adding on the mid-range shot. Like he's he's almost perfect, you know. Like, and obviously, like uh, it's a different conversation for a different day, but like I don't know, dude. For me, like he does have reason to complain, and every everybody did it. Like, you don't want to like, you know, people don't want to admit it, but like Dirk did it. Um Tim Duncan did like these guys who are like, or like legends of the game. Of course they did it. You know, mm -hmm. um, I don't know what Dirk's final like tally of like, you know, uh, text or anything was, you know, I don't think it was a lot though from what I remember, like, and it might be they're looking to roast in the glasses, but you know, and also you have like people who've known Luca for a while, like Goran Dragic is like, he's Slovenian. Like he's, you know, from the area of the world, like, all of us are like that. All of us are very like hot-headed and like if we don't get our way, it's a fucking like end of the world type thing. And it might be cultural, you know, like I don't know. Like, you know, but because he is, you know, European from a place I don't really know anything about. But um Yeah. You know, I just he I think he does need to I think he does need to just like chill the fuck out. You know, whether it be like like yeah, like I think it was a couple of games ago where like he like like he didn't get called for something and he went for the ref and started laughing with him about something, you know, like I think if Luca wants, I think Luca unfortunately needs to make, and I hate thinking about this, but just has to, he has to build a rapport with the refs basically. Like, Hey, like, like you see LeBron, like LeBron like jokes around with the guys. Like he like will crack right. jokes with them. It's like, I think Luca needs to take a page from his idol and just be like, mm -hmm. Hey, like, I'm going to joke around with these guys, you know, for, you know, Hey, like, yeah. And that, know. that report takes time too. And it's like, yeah, you yeah. also got to earn your stripes in the league and that's what yeah. LeBron's done. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. 
LeBron, LeBron and Shaq had kind of similar uh, treatments as far as like where it's just like, man, he's got guys riding on him as he's going up to the to the yeah. rim, and it yeah. ultimately doesn't get called, and so yeah, uh, that's there. Yeah, there's an element of I hate the unwritten like yeah, earn your stripes yes, thing, yeah. but that's just how it works. But there is just an element of you know at the end of the day, Luke is still a 21 year old kid and these referees don't want to get sunned by that, no matter how good he is. Totally. And him yeah. complaining constantly, which he kind of does. is not doing him any favors, Yeah, but it'll I get there. I think he needs to pick and choose his spots where he does that. You know, There's, he can't keep getting drop kicked out of the yeah. air with no yeah. whistle. I don't know. Yeah. Kirk, it's, Kirk it's had weird. tweeted something about Luca went like almost 47 minutes with like, four free throw attempts or some shit yeah, like that's crazy. ridiculous as it's much crazy. as he drives and gets bumped yeah. at the rim and everything like there's no there's no way that's yeah. fair that was a good that was a very good question though um let's see brian asks uh luca timmy dorian james uh james johnson kp thoughts as a starting lineup or as a lineup um dude i love james johnson i love james johnson um but we can kind of see where his limitations are from these past couple of games where he's forced to play more minutes. Um, I think if we can avoid that starting rotation or that rotation in general, we probably should. Um, well, again, but the other thing is like James Johnson's also playing like without a Dorian and a Timmy at the moment. But at the same point, I, I, I feel like James needs to be like off the bench at the moment, like, you know, for now, like there may be times where he has to start down the line, but I think for right now, I think he needs to, he needs to be on the bench. So, I, I think it's it's yeah. I'll, yeah. I think you think you nailed that one. What about you guys? And Justin looks at his best when he plays with Luca. Yeah, I'll give him that. He looks really good when Luca's out there too. But yeah. when it's just like, I don't know. It's just a weird situation. There aren't, uh, you know, today he looked bad. He also looked good. <laughs> if it was weird, he just <laughs> canceled so weird, himself though. out constantly. But he really did. You know. There weren't a lot of threats out there with him. And I, I don't know what happened to Trey Burke so far. He's had one really, really, really good game. But man, oh man, we need him. We need him to hit shots. To start, yeah, getting hot. All right, let's see. Next question comes from our old friend Grant. So Grant asks, um, are y'all excited for the Daytona 500? <laughs> I love Grant. God damn. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, he so Grant is a very big uh, NASCAR fan, um, and I just really? looked it up. And I just looked it up. Daytona 500 is, is playing on a, it's played on a, a Valentine's Day, um, so I probably won't be watching because I my wife probably needs to or my fiance needs to uh, probably wants to do something that day. Watch NASCAR um, with your crush. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you know what? I if if it wasn't on Valentine's, I'd probably check it out. I've checked out a little bit of NASCAR uh, through Grant's, uh, you know, Grant's advising me on it. I'm a little bit so. It, it's it's still all Greek to me. <laughs> I still don't know. Yeah, uh, so. it's yeah. I, I sure hope they have a good old race. <laughs> what about you, Squish? Probably. I always think of Mitch Hedberg when I hear NASCAR. He's like, I want to be a NASCAR passenger. <laughs> hey, man. Can I stick my feet out the window? <laughs> Why do we got to uh, keep going in circles? All right, let's see. I got to pee. <laughs> I got to pee. <laughs> last question. Last question. 
and this is for Squish. Um, it comes from Dylan, and he asks, James Johnson versus both of the Martin twins. Oh, like a handicap match. Yeah, just him by himself. I mean, he wins. <laughs> how's he win, though? If you know how to... If you know how to beat one twin, you know how to beat them both. <laughs> I guarantee you he's got it figured out. He could size you. He could probably tell by the way you plant your feet in a fight exactly what he needs to do. Wow. <laughs> if, you, if you've if you seen Attack of the Clones, you realize once you dismantle one, you kind of know how to take care of the others. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's all the questions we have today. Guys, thank you so much for submitting questions. Uh, thanks for enduring thank this this weird as hell Mav season with us. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you can read all of our stuff at uh, the MFFLs.com. Uh, you can follow us at the underscore MFFLs. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find Dick Nowitzki at Squish41. And you can find me, Don Denham, at... Don underscore denim. This has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. See you later, guys. Thank you. Very Parisian, Dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.